Got my Stevie shirt on today. Reppin'. The big boy from Austin. Actually up around the Dallas area initially. Morning, San Antonio. Welcome back, Don. Morning, Jimmy. Hello, Elaine. 210-599-5555-210-599-5555. I'm not, you look, look I, it's not going to be all bad news today. I got some fun stuff to get into, et cetera, right? I got a real positive thing that's going on at Texas A&M and at a high school down in Corpus Christi. I can't wait to tell you about that, but I have to start here at the top with this Orlando situation. I don't have a choice. I've got to get into this right away. Yesterday during Wear and Rima, I cracked hard, really hard, on this new initiative they are trying to add to the San Antonio Charter, this justice policy, right? Basically, it's a soft-on-crime policy. Don't call it a just... Call it what it is, all right? When people ask you about it, it's a soft-on-crime policy. And my question yesterday, over and over again, was uh, who who can support a mayor that supports being soft-on-crime? But Ron Nirenberg supports being soft-on-crime as does the DA, Joe Gonzalez Soros. He supports being soft on crime. I have been saying for a long time that San Antonio is going the way of San Fran-tonio. That's that's following the footsteps of San Francisco. Poop on the streets, homeless people everywhere, crime running people crazy. It's in Austin right now. We've talked about the cars, right? The guy's spinning out in the cars, taking over the streets, utter chaos, because why? Because they have a Soros DA up in Austin, too, who is soft on crime. They have a mayor in Austin, the past two mayors, who are soft on crime. And in Orlando, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, a 19-year-old career criminal that the only way this little punk was out in the streets running around and could kill a nine-year-old girl and a television journalist and a photog was injured. The mama of the nine-year-old girl also injured. They're clinging to life. The only way this little 19-year-old career criminal punk was on the streets was soft on crime policies. The mayor of San Antonio is trying to bring soft-on-crime policies to San Antonio. And I ask you, in all earnestness, do you want that here? Where there's a murder earlier in the day, The television reporters go out to cover it later in the day. You know how they do that. They go to a scene, right? And they're standing there for the 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock news. Blah, 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 blah. This is going on. This is what happened. And while they're there reporting on it, the killer comes back and shoots and kills the TV guy and, and shoots his photographer and then goes over to a house and kills a nine-year-old girl and shoots her mother. This is what you get when you go soft on crime. You get this right here. This guy had a long, long, long history in and out of the system for violent crimes, by the way. Violent crimes. I don't know what that is. What is that music? 
I don't know. What is that music that we're playing? There we go. Okay. Violent crimes. Everywhere. Violent crimes. And he's let out and let out and let out and let out. And the only reason is because they're soft on crime. Now, here in uh, San Antonio, they are going forward with the justice petition. And they put it on the ballot with the support of Mayor Ron Nirenberg, who's running for re-election. And I've told you, you need to make sure that you turn out everybody to vote against him and to vote against this charter amendment. Which would say it's okay to drive with an invalid license. Now, in San Antonio, the number one reason that a license is invalidated is because you have been caught drinking and driving, DUI. That's the number one reason. Now, keep in mind, this city charter, if it's changed with this, with the support of the mayor, includes removing police authority to arrest for that. To arrest for theft of property less than $750. So somebody could walk into a store, steal, and as long as they steal less than $750 per person, by the way, then they don't go to jail. There's no police authority to arrest for it. Theft of a service for less than $750. Again, you could steal a service for less than $750 and you get away with it. Contraband in a correctional facility. So you want some dope at the Bear County Jail? Well, that's okay with the mayor. That's fine with him. You want graffiti on your house, graffiti on your work building? Well, as long as they don't do more than $2,500 in damage, it's okay. They'll get away with it. Criminal mischief with damage less than $750. So you know, paint, painting the side of a car, the door of a car with spray paint, that's okay. When you go soft on crime, you get more crime, period, full stop. Now, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we'll talk more about in New York City what they're doing. They, they've gone soft on crime, and I want to tell you what they're doing in New York City, what the merchants are having to do because – the city won't do it anymore because the city went soft on crime in New York and now the merchants are having to step in and protect themselves against crime that is running away in New York, in Orlando, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, in Chicago, in Austin, Texas, and soon to be San Antonio. If you allow this charter amendment amendment to pass and you allow Ron Nirenberg to be reelected as mayor, this will happen here. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search in Epic Crime in San Antonio. Are you hoping the San Antonio goes soft on crime? Well, you you are going to see it happen if this charter amendment passes and if uh, Ron Nirenberg is reelected mayor of San Antonio. Now, I'll just make it perfectly clear to you, Ron Nirenberg is doing this and supporting this because the people who are behind it, he knows that they will block walk for him for his reelection effort. A few years ago, he was almost beat by Greg Brockhaus until he went to the folks over at Texas Organizing Project and had them go block walk for him, and then he owed them a bit huge political favor. And the same thing is, is happening here. He's working this to get these people out there. 
that's nothing new. Politicians do that. Politicians sell their soul, sell their mother, you know, everything that they can sell to get into power. And they have a they have a bloodthirst for power. That's that's what these typical uh, Ron Nirenberg style politicians do. But what what he's doing now for his own political purposes is putting children and moms and dads and police at risk in this town for rampant crime by going soft on crime. This is what you get. You get a 19-year-old career criminal over in Orlando, Florida, who kills somebody earlier in the day and then returns to the scene later on in the day and kills news reporters. That's what you get when you go soft on crime. When you go soft on crime, you get more crime. New York City. They went soft on crime up there. And now their crime, including violent crime, has skyrocketed by tens of thousands of cases. There's not a week and almost a day that doesn't go by that you see video out of New York City of violent crime happening there. Random acts of violent crime. People being shot for no reason. People being hit in the head with baseball bats for no reason. People being pushed onto the subway tracks for no reason. None at all. You've got that going on in New York. And something else they have going on in New York that this soft-on-crime policy has brought them, and it will come here. Smash-and-grab robberies are out-and-out robberies at stores because the criminals know, number one, there's not enough police officers to deal with all of them. They do it strength in numbers. And number two, the DAs will not prosecute them. George Soros has strategically placed DAs throughout this country, including Bear County, including Travis County in Austin, has strategically placed these DAs around so that they'll go soft on crime, and that's what you have. And you see the results, and those results will come here. I call San Antonio San Frantonio. The chaos and the crime and the lawlessness in San Francisco is coming here. The chaos, the lawlessness, the crime that's in Austin, Texas is coming here. If this charter amendment passes that goes soft on crime, and if Ron Nirenberg is reelected because he's behind it, he supports this. Not to mention it, Rosie Castro, who hates the Alamo and says this is stolen land, this is not really our land, this is Mexico. They're going to put her in on District 7 after Anna, Anna Sandoval quit uh, last week. In New York, business owners had to put together the 34th Street Partnership. It's a trade group serving the neighborhood that includes Macy's Herald Square, Penn Station, Madison Square Garden. CVS stores are involved. A lot of stores, several stores are involved in this. Kevin Ward is the vice president for security for the 34th Street Partnership, and he talks about how crime is rampant now in their stores that people are walking in and shoplifting like crazy. So what have they done now? Well, in order to catch the shoplifters because, hey, they don't prosecute anything for less than a grand. We're going 750 here. We won't prosecute you. If you walk into a store and you steal something, as long as it's less than $750, that's okay. The police cannot arrest you. Your mayor's for that. He's for it. 
What business owner would support a mayor that supports that? What mom or dad would support a mayor that says, hey, it's okay to go soft on crime? And you get these guys in a revolving door, in and out of the system, in and out of the system, in and out of the system. And all it's meant to do, he is fulfilling his promise of defunding the police. You don't defund the police. What you do is you demoralize the police. And when you demoralize the police by taking away their arresting capabilities, by, by any time they do arrest somebody, they take them to a George Soros DA who lets them right back out on the street, and they arrest the same guy an hour later for doing the same thing or worse. It, it's happening right here in San Antonio, folks. And it goes on and on and on. You demoralize the police. So nobody wants to be a cop anymore. You don't have to, you don't have to defund them. You just demoralize them to the point nobody wants to do this anymore. Why, why would you? Why would you put your life and your family at risk for nada? And that's what's happening here. And this, mayor's, this mayor is all up in it, baby. This mayor is all up in it. He's the one who went to the BLM rally and raised his fist and made everybody else, with the exception of Clayton Perry, raise their fist. I'm with you. I'm in solidarity. Defund the police. Pharaoh works for me. My GD city. And look what you're getting. You're getting crime everywhere. So in New York, what they did was they got these store owners together, shop owners together, and they're the big stores. And they have hired their own security because there's not enough cops. And you know what they got? They got dogs. They got canine units that walk around inside the store. Now imagine that. Imagine in the U.S. of A., you're shopping and they've got dogs, canine units, walking around to sniff to see if you're stealing something. But they've had to go to that. Is that the kind of country you want to live in? It, it, let me be more specific. Is that the kind of city you want to live in? Do you want to live in a city where stores have to hire you as a business owner? You have to hire a guy with a canine unit to come in and make sure that people are not stealing from you? Is that what you want? Because that's what you're going to get with another section of Ron Nirenberg and this charter. That's what you're going to get. And imagine if you're a shop owner and you're barely getting by and you, Macy's can afford to hire dogs. But imagine if you're a shop owner barely getting by a mom and pop shop and you can't afford it. You're the one who's going to suffer the most because you can't afford that. There's no way you can afford to have dogs running through your store sniffing people to see if they're stealing less than $750 from you. So what do you do? You go up on your prices, and then the next thing you know, Walmart and Macy's and all the others that can afford the dogs, they're undercutting you by a ton because you had to raise your prices. Now you're out of business. Now you're out of business. Folks, wake up, San Antonio. They're trying to bring crime and chaos, the, cha the cancer of chaos to San Antonio. And in May, we're going to have an election, and 87% of registered voters in San Antonio staying home, as they've been doing consistently, ain't going to cut it, baby. Ron's got to go. This charter amendment has got to be defeated. It's soft on crime. And what you saw last night in Orlando with the TV reporter, 
what we're waking up to with a nine-year-old dead in Orlando, with a career violent criminal, is not far off from San Antonio when you go soft on crime. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Stop dealing with constant tooth pain and stop... Now, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. Coming up, I got some Trump sound. Trump. Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio. But first, let's go to line one. And Michelle, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for your call. Sure. I just want to back you up. It is so sad that Mayor Ron has made this into a sanctuary city Mm -hmm. that was so important for him, which end up being homeless. And we've got homeless people out of control. We have no jurisdiction over our laws. Austin has been horrible. I've got three friends put their houses up for sale Good. because they can't take it because they are so bad on the crime. Mm-hmm. San Antonio is headed that way if we do not vote the city councilman out and the mayor out. I thought Perry would have been a good Mary, you know, but he blew it. Right. But the, you know, well, with that. Yeah. But uh, it's just so sad the way San Antonio has gotten. Yeah. The last six years, he has driven our city down. Yeah. Where we are just crazy with crime. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Appreciate the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It is bad. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. And that's what I do. And the city's going to hell. And it's this leadership. Remember, you get the city you deserve is what he said. My GD city is what he said. And with this charter establishing site and release in the city charter, including removing police authority to arrest, theft of services less than 750, theft of property less than 750. The more, the, the softer you are on crime, the more you're going to get. And they're moving in the direction, and the mayor is supporting being soft on crime. This is what you're going to get. Like what you saw in Orlando yesterday, career violent criminal, in and out of the system, in and out of the system, in and out of the system. Well, we have that here. And it's only going to get worse with this charter amendment and with the re-election of Ron Nirenberg. Let's go to line two. Scott, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Great, great. What's on your mind? So so along the lines of voting or not voting for him, you know, I live on the cusp of Bear County where it turns into shirts, right? I pay almost eight grand in taxes to Bear County, and I pay taxes to, to Guadalupe County because I live in shirts. I cannot vote for a mayor of San Antonio. It, it pains me that I have to pay that much in taxes, and I can't even vote for a mayor. Hang on just a second here, Scott. That sounds a little weird to me. Why are you paying taxes in Bear County if you're in Guadalupe? Because we're right on that cusp of um, both counties. So we we live in shirts. Okay. Yeah. I'm not not arguing with you. I'm just, I've never heard of it. That's that's interesting. Okay. I I called shirts um, this past, or last past tax season because, That that brought an alarm to me, and my appraisal goes through Bear County. Wow! My, my house huh. appraisal went up almost a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, because Bear County. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, exactly. Right. You know, right. so but you can't vote. You can't vote in San Antonio, but you have to. Right. And, and that's the thing, Scott. Thank you for the call. Uh, that's the thing. A lot of us and a lot of people that live outside of the city or outside of Bear County, but work in the city or have a business inside the city, you have no say so about this, right? None whatsoever. But you have to live with the consequences on a soft on crime George Soros DA and a soft on crime mayor. Can't do anything about it. But I got to tell you, last election. 87% of registered voters didn't even bother to show up. And all I'm saying to that 87% is, folks, you've got to activate. You always ask me, what can I do? What can I do? Well, you've got a soft-on-crime charter amendment and a soft-on-crime mayor who's pushing that charter amendment so that he'll get a bunch, he'll get an army of workers to knock on the doors for him. That's, all, that's the only reason he's doing this. This is just self-serving as hell. But it's going to cause more crime in San Antonio. Mark my words, it's going to cause even more crime in San Antonio. There's nothing to do with the cops. This is about demoralizing the cops. They're doing all they can do. Bill McManus is doing all he can do. But when you catch somebody and you run him downtown and 10 minutes later you arrest him again for the same thing or worse, what, what do you think that does to cops? What it does is it fulfills Ron Nuremberg's pledge to BLM, I will get rid of the cops. Let's go to line three. Indian, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, India. Yeah, I know you're a good Christian, and you know the Scripture's good. Do you uh, baptize them with the right foot of fellowship or nine millimeter if they tag your motorcycle? What's that now? Do you what? Do you? I know you're a good Christian. Okay. All right. And and, and what's the question? I don't understand the question. The question is, do you baptize them with a right foot of fellowship or with a nine millimeter if somebody tags your motorcycle? What does that have to do with the current discussion? Because that's being soft on crime. Oh, am I soft on crime? No, I'm not soft on crime. And the scripture is very clear that you're, you don't be soft on crime. Do you know the scripture well? You know the Bible well? Well, you what? baptize them and you're not supposed to run from the enemy. Mm, I I don't understand where you're going with that, but no, the, the the civil laws are supported by the Scripture, and I could cite several places in Scripture, both Old and New Testament, where civil laws and the governmental laws are certainly enforceable and uh, and supported by Jesus himself. As a matter of fact, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when the Roman soldiers showed up to take Jesus' custody, uh, Peter pulled out a knife and cut the Roman soldier's ear off. What was he doing with the knife? Have a good day. Thank you, Indian. I got to go. Have a good day. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I promise I'm going to get to this Trump stuff, but we're going to continue to talk about this soft on crime leaning and the direction they're taking your city. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Keep cozy with a free furnace from Champion. Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Okay, Elaine made that perfectly clear to me during the break, what uh, the questioner was trying to ask me. And... um, I'm guessing it's a serious question. It seems pretty unserious to me, but if that's a serious question, what would I do if I caught somebody tagging my motorcycle? Well, first of all, would I defend my property and my life? Absolutely, I would. 100%. Absolutely. Would I use a weapon to do so if necessary, if I had to? Uh, I would also contact authorities immediately, hold the perpetrator, 
but it, I, I, I don't believe it's a very serious question if you're asking me whether I would turn the other cheek if there was property damage or if I, or if I saw a crime that was going on and I, w- I witnessed a crime, would I turn the other cheek and let that person go? If that's the question, well, absolutely not. I would not let anyone go. I would certainly do, do my best to detain them, but at the very least, I would contact 911 with a description of them so they could follow up on it. So I, I'm not sure it was a serious question, but there's the answer to it anyway. I want you more than the air that I breathe. That's a great quote, isn't it? I want you more than the air that I breathe. Those are the words coming from students at Texas A&M University. Just like at Asbury College in Kentucky, just like in Tennessee at other colleges, Lee's College and others, the prayer now, the prayer movement, the revival movement is beginning to spread and moving now to Texas A&M in College Station. Jimmy, check it out, Texas A&M. Right next to Kyle Field, the college students have shown up there totally totally student-led there is no leader there is no pastor there is no evangelist students just began to show up and pray and folks this is happening at campuses across the country high school students too right down in corpus christi meeting praying and preaching now i i don't know if this is true revival or a long-lasting thing i don't know if revival has busted out across america I don't know if it's an indication of Joel 2.28 and the end times, where your young men shall dream dreams and have visions. I don't know. I, 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 I really it's, I can't judge all that yet. I, I suppose only history would. You know, history could look back and, and say that that's a Whitfield-type revival. I don't know. But I do know it's refreshing. I do know it's wonderful. It does my heart good to see these kids turning to the only thing, the only person who truly has the answers for all the chaos and everything that we see going on in this world, and that's Jesus Christ. He's got the answers. So there's a movie coming out called The Jesus Revolution, and uh, that's it's, it opens tomorrow. And a very dear friend of mine and mentor, a man who discipled me back in the 1980s, who is familiar to some of you, is going to join us at 6.08 tomorrow, and we're going to break that movie down. We're going to talk about the Jesus Revolution and the and the movement from uh, the early 1970s that took over California and then spread across the entire country. Uh, the key figures that were involved in that, like a Greg Laurie and a Chuck Smith and a Lonnie Frisbee and people like that, and he and I are going to break that down at 6.08 tomorrow morning. So please, uh, if you can, get a chance to listen because I want you to hear this man and I want you to uh, to know more about this movie and maybe take somebody to the movie. Uh, I hope to take my granddaughters to the movie because I want them to see what uh, what we went through at that time and, and what a blessing it was to, to many of us. But right now, speaking of being a blessing, Donald Trump was a blessing to the folks over in East Palestine, Ohio. Cut number three, after he showed up with pallets and pallets of water and cleaning supplies, he took everybody to his favorite restaurant. Go ahead and roll it, Jimmy. Enjoy your meal, and we're going to get the meals for the fire department. Hello, everybody. What's your specialty today? What's your specialty today? Nice to meet you. Hello, everybody. That's a nice, beautiful-looking group of people. So I know this menu better than you do. Okay? <laughs> I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire department. Okay. We're going to take care of the police department. And what we do is all the people that are here. Right I'm now, the owner, Mr. Tr- Mr. Uh, President. How are you? I don't have to give you. That's right. 
a good one to own, right? Yes, it is. Isn't that great? He, he takes everybody over to McDonald's, and it, it's jam-packed, obviously. And I'm going to take care of everybody in the fire department, the police department, everybody that's that's eating in here. And he shook hands with the owner of that McDonald's, the franchisee of that McDonald's. And he asked the girl behind the counter, is this a good owner? Is he a good boss? And she said, he's a great boss. And he said, good. Shook his hand again. Joe Biden, meanwhile, was falling down the stairs of Air Force One again. Joe Biden was crawling on the stairs of Air Force One, falling down again. Donald Trump was leading into East Palestine, Ohio. Let's go to cut number four, where he talks about FEMA, or the lack thereof. Thank you. So we'll take care of everything. We appreciate it. Knock it out fast for us, okay? We'll be eating it on the plane back. Thank you, everybody. Have a good time, okay? I'm glad you came down. We're happy you came down here to visit us. Great honor. We appreciate it. Why are you visiting today? Well, we brought a lot of people with us, and more importantly, we brought the federal government with us because uh, when they heard I was coming, they all came. They weren't going to come. They were going to leave you abandoned, and now they're not. (laughs) They were going to leave you abandoned, and now they're not because I came here. Folks, that's true. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, that is 100% accurate. EPA, FEMA, the Biden administration, they were totally, totally ignoring. Pete Buttigieg says, I'll go when the time is right. And he got mad at a journalist for asking him that question. And now Pete Buttigieg is taking some personal time. Another train derailed. What are we up to now? 1,200 this year? And, and the transportation secretary is taking some personal time off, he told a reporter last night. This is what you got in this federal government that is led by a man who is a frail old man. And let me tell you something. I don't know how you handle it, but when my grandmother was old and when my father got old, I wouldn't let them walk without me being right there, right near them, because I didn't want them to fall down and hurt themselves, because that can happen when you're elderly. So I would walk and hold my dad's elbow. I would walk and hold my grandmother. I do that with my mother-in-law on occasion now. And yet, people that are around Joe Biden send him up another flight of stairs into the airplane, and down he goes once again. That's the government you have. And the reason this is so important is the Chinese are watching. And I have a report for you about the Chinese Navy when we come back. Our own Navy secretary has sounded off on it, and we're going to talk about that and so much more taking more of your calls. Trey Ware, KTSA. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed. Wearing Stevie Ray today, and at 6.06, I'm Trey. Welcome back to Big Don. There's Jimmy over there. There's Elaine at 210-599-5555. He's going to have the story coming up at 6.30 about Tesla leaving Texas, right? Tesla's going back. You don't need to spill all the beans now because we want people to listen at 6.30, but they're they're hiatus and back to uh, to California, right? The headquarters are, yes. The headquarters. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is part of my discussion about all this crime stuff that's going on. Now, I've been encouraging people to leave Austin. Get out. While the getting's good. Because you turn a corner in Austin now, there's a bad guy facing you. 
And the only way you can deal with that at this point, because you have, and I don't call them leaders, I call them representation on your city council and, and your mayor, who are destroying the city by allowing crime to run rampant in Austin, Texas. And you know what? This is this is super important for San Antonio because that's, that's what they're doing here. First of all, let me ask the people of District 7, do you want somebody representing you who hates the Alamo? Who said, I hate that place and pointed at the Alamo? Somebody who says, I hate white people. Somebody who is avowed uh, to say this is Mexico. This is not legitimate. You're not on legitimate property. Who, in my estimation, raised two of the most socialist Marxist children that were ever raised on planet Earth and got them into positions of power. And I'm talking about Joaquin and Julian Castro, Rosie Castro is the one that they want to put and still on the city council for District 7 and a Sandoval quit. And they want to put Rosie in there. She's militant. And she said, I hate that place. I asked Julian about it. He was sitting right there in that chair. And I said, what about your mama saying that? Well, we don't agree on everything. We disagree on that. But, yeah, she hates that place. So she ought to be, District 7, you want somebody who hates the Alamo and doesn't like white people representing District 7? Mm -hmm. You want a mayor that supports a soft on crime policy in San Antonio? Do you? Do you support a mayor who supports soft on crime policies? Because that's exactly what this charter change is going to do. It's going to go soft on crime in San Antonio. And you go soft on crime, guess what you get? You get more crime. And when you get more crime, businesses have to leave. They have to. Why? Because they can't afford to do business in a crime-ridden city. It's happening in New York where they're fleeing like crazy, trying to get out of there. But what happens is when you say, you know what, we're going to remove police authority to arrest for theft of property left less than 750 bucks. So when people walk into a CVS, and CVS got deep pockets, baby, right? They can walk into a CVS and grab up to $750 worth of merchandise and walk out, and that removes the police authority to arrest these people for this, and the mayor supports it. Do you support a mayor that believes in that? Do you support a city council or a DA or a sheriff who believes in that? Theft of service, less than 750 bucks. Well, that's all right. Driving with a license that is invalid, which the number one reason in San Antonio that a license is invalid is DUI. You support that? Saying it's okay to drive without a valid license in San Antonio? We're not going to arrest you for that? We're going to let you go? You think that's okay? I, I know you better than that. That's not you. And that's the question that you have to be putting to people in San Antonio. You ask me, what can I do? That's it right there. When you talk to people around here, ask them, can you support a mayor that supports soft on crime policies? Because that's exactly what Ron Nirenberg is. He is doing it, obviously, for political purposes because this justice group here, this I think they're called Act for Justice or something, 
he's going to you know he's representing this so that they'll go to the you know walk the streets for him to get him reelected knock on the doors like tops did last time against brockhouse he wants an army out there banging on doors supporting him so he's going to support soft on crime policies and when you go soft on crime you're going to get what you got in austin and what you got in san francisco hello san Antonio, and what you got yesterday with TV reporter shot and killed, a nine-year-old girl shot and killed by a violent career criminal in Orlando, Florida, in and out and in and out and in and out of the system because they're soft on crime. In New York City, stores are having to hire canine officers to walk around inside the store. I was in Seattle this past summer, saw the exact same thing in Seattle. You go into a CVS, they lock up everything behind those plastic lockable things. You can't even buy aspirin up there because they have to lock it all up. And guess what's walking through the Target in Seattle, Jimmy? An officer with a dog, a canine dog, walking through Target. Guess what? It's coming here. If they pass this and you reelect Ron Nirenberg, get ready because you're going to see this explode in San Antonio. It's right on the fringes right now. It's going to cut loose. The cancer of chaos is what they're trying to unleash here with this thing and with this mayor. You got to stop it. You got to stop him. Make sure he's not reelected, and you got to stop this charter amendment. Line one, Debbie, you're on KTSA with Traeger. Right ahead, Debbie. Good morning. Hey, good morning. And you need to stay on this subject like you have been for a week because you keep talking about the mayor, but every one of those council people, including Porridge, who people are saying, oh, he didn't vote to put that on the ballot. He was a coward. He walked out on it and said, I'm not voting. He wouldn't vote for or against Proposition B two years ago either. And tops walked for him after they got the mayor elected. But we need people to get out and vote. I think like you were talking about yesterday, all of these people in the service industry, they, a lot of them are people who don't go vote. And they're the very people who are going to be robbed because these people are going to walk out on under $750, and there's nothing they can do about it. And John Porridge came to our homeowners meeting two nights ago, and he stood in front of the people and said, I was not going to vote on that charter. And that's wrong, because he said, I'm not... I'm not in favor of it. If you're not in favor, well, then of say it, so. Then so then vote no. Here. Yeah, exactly. Grow, grow a pair and vote no. You know that's that's exactly. how this works. Yeah, Debbie, thank you. I got to jump. Uh, coming up, Anita and Anna, and I've got two lines open at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Is that what you want for your city? Is that what you want for your kids? Is that what you want for your business? Do do you want a city where somebody can come in and rob you? of merchandise or service less than 750 bucks and that's okay they, they got they're let off the hook for it is that what you want for san antonio you got you got to call me and let me know i'm curious if somebody supports that i'm curious to hear elaine if somebody supports that theft up to 750 bucks go ahead put them first i want them to go to the head of the line i want to hear somebody say they support it and why 
Dietz Tractor Company, they got some crazy deals on lawnmowers right now. Price to blow them out. Over 160 mowers to choose from at Dietz Tractor Company. And every year at Rodeo Time, Dietz brings it, man. They bring the merchandise and they bring the low, low prices. Dietz Tractor and Seguin, and they're also online at DietzTractor.com. That's where you're going to find the LS Tractor. And no matter what the job is you've got coming up this spring, the LS Tractor from Dietz uh, Tractor Company is super ready to handle whatever the job is. And right now you can save up to $6,900 with LS Tractor at Dietz Tractor. And plus, right now, you get a freeloader on select models with any new LS Tractor purchase over at Dietz Tractor Company. Mowing season is almost here. You want the best mower that's going to cut the you know the right way for you, where you're going to have a great-looking lawn all summer long. Well, Dietz Tractor has them for you. They're on uh, I-10 in Seguin and also online at Dietz Tractor. Tractor.com. AccuWeather got up to 89 yesterday. Nothing like that today. Very warm, though. 86 for the high today. There's fog outside right now. Cloudy tomorrow in 77 and 82 on Saturday. Right now it's 62 at KTSA. Good morning. We've cleared a couple of our trouble spots. Duran to the second power. It is 620 at KTSA. Uh, Trey Ware here at 210-599-5555. Got a couple of military things to get to you in the next couple of minutes. And some changes coming to Spotify if you're a Spotify person. I'll talk about that as well. But I'm going to stay on the city charter and the mayor and the city council, by the way, because three of them walked out on this. It was Perry, it was Palais, and it was Courage who walked out instead of voting no. And the rest of them, that left seven to say yes. So a seven to zero vote to say yes to change the city charter to go soft on crime in San Antonio. Possession of controlled substance, less than four ounce synthetic uh, cannabinoids. Okay, that's fine. All Class C misdemeanors. Yeah, no, that's fine. Commit a Class C misdemeanor and just walk on. Driving uh, while a license is invalid or suspended. That's all right. No problem. Theft of property, less than $750. Theft of service, less than $750. Let's go to line two. Anita, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, ma'am. Car dealers, school districts, and gas stations, they need to get their employees out there to vote. Everybody needs to. Thank you, Anita. I appreciate that. Because what this is going to do is raise the cost of everything for all of us. Let's go to line three. Anna, you're on KTSA. Hi, Anna. Good morning, Trey. I'm wondering, is Prop A, is it an all-in-one, or are the propositions separate? Because you may agree with the marijuana, but not agree with the abortion, and definitely not agreeing with nope. getting rid of... They put them all together for the reason, for that for that very reason you're talking about. They put abortion oh on there, God. they put marijuana on there, and they did it for that very reason. So you could say, I'm, I'm not for soft on crime, but I am for saying a certain amount of marijuana possession is okay. Well, you, if you want one, you got to take the other. They do that so often here, Anita, uh, or Anna, it drives me absolutely nuts. And what they also do, and you have to watch this now... When you go to the ballot many times, if you want to say no, they'll turn the question around where you say yes. And so they trick you into voting for it by how they word it on the ballot. So you have to be very careful, read the wording, know the wording, because they will turn it around and you think you're saying no. You think you're voting no, but it turns out you're actually voting for it. It's a sleight of hand that they pull. They've been doing it now for the past several years, and it screws people up every single time, catches them every time. Anna, thank you. Line one, Steve, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Steve. Always understand we are dealing with Democrats, and they are the most deceptive of all 
political creature. Amen. Where is the where is the uh, uh, the Chamber of Commerce on this? I haven't heard anything from them. But if they do, if they are successful in cheating the vote and getting this these initiatives ballots, the Democrats uh, cheat the vote and get the ballot passed. Does that mean that somebody could actually go to uh, the mayor's house or the city council's house? And, and steal, or maybe even the chief of police and steal some body armor and no charges, just walk free, steal the mayor's mower, uh, break into the council members' houses and steal their, uh, their belongings. And, and, and as long as we keep it under 750, we're, we're all good to go. Correct. That is correct. I just, they and their neighbors, and, and that you, you had a caller earlier that was asking about the motorcycle. I guess he's just fine with he and his neighbors getting uh, 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 items stolen from yeah. their property, yeah. from their homes, from their yards, yeah. as long as they're under 750 Well, and it's also graffiti with damage less than 2500 criminal mischief and damage less than $750. So that includes king, a car, all these kind of things that they are just going soft on crime. And thank you, Steve. I appreciate it very much. Going soft on crime in San Antonio to bring the cancer of chaos here. And your mayor supports it. And so do, with the exception of those that I just mentioned, courage and Perry and Pelize, they walked out, which I don't support that. If you're against it, you say, I'm against it. I'm, I'm a no. You don't walk out. But we do know the other seven are on record as supporting soft on crime policies in San Antonio. And I'm going to say it again. You're going to hear me say it a lot between now and May, folks. San Frantonio. San Frantonio. Austin, Texas. What you saw the other night in Austin is going to be right here. What you saw last night in Orlando with a career violent criminal gunning down a, a TV reporter who was just there doing his job. It's coming here because they're going soft on crime in San Antonio. And it's frustrating. What The, the reason they're doing it, and John and Lewis, I see you. I'm going to come to you in a couple of seconds. The reason they're doing it is to demoralize the police here. They can't defund the police because the business community would rise up if they try to defund the police. So what they do is they demoralize the police. So nobody wants to be a cop. Would you? If you arrest somebody right now and you take them downtown and you go through all the rigmarole of booking them and everything you have to go through and you drive away from downtown and the next thing you know, the next call you get is the same dude. How long do you want to do that? How long do you want to lay your life on the line for a DA and, and a downtown city council who doesn't have your back? That's demoralizing you at every turn that they can. They're trying to demoralize you, and they're doing it on purpose because Ron Nirenberg lifted his fist with Black Lives Matter and said, I'm going to defund the police. Can't do it because he's beholden the business community. He knows what would happen with the business community here if he defunded the police. So we just demoralize them. Average retention now is five years. Used to be between 20 and 30, so they get their full retirement. Average is five years. We're losing guys at five years now. Five years. We don't even have all the slots filled up that we got money to pay for. Why? Because they have demoralized cops here. Because who wants to say, I got to answer to a social justice director. I have to second guess every single arrest that I make, every single encounter that I have with somebody in San Antonio. I'm going to be second guessed by a social justice coordinator downtown. Are you kidding me? The cancer of chaos. They're trying to bring it here. You got to stop it. The citizens have to stop it. Let's go to line two. John, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. You know, I travel a lot here, and every time I come back to uh, Red McCombs Airport here in San Antonio, Amen. Uh, it, it's sickening to see uh, Nuremberg on that screen at the baggage plane. Me too. Welcoming everybody to, uh, to, to San Antonio. I think he forgets to say welcome to the GD city. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, very good, John. Thank you. Red McCombs International Airport at San Antonio. Change the name, City Council. Red McCombs International Airport at San Antonio. And thanks for bringing that up, John. Line one, Lewis, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Hey, Trey, I got two comments. Um, first one is, what's going through the city council members' mind and Ron Nierberg's mind, too, thinking that they could do exactly what's going on in San Francisco, New York, and apply it here to San Antonio, Texas, at least? The citizens won't stand up for it. They will not stick. They won't, they won't, they won't deal with it. Well, we'll they see. They will end up becoming and put just in their own hands. And we'll two, see. my son wants to become a cop. He's an explorer program. I talked to him about it and let him know, like, this is what's going on with the police. You understand that, right? He says, yes. I said, you still want to be a cop. He's like, man, it's not going to be like that forever, and somebody has to step up. Somebody got to do it. Protect, protect God, God bless your son for doing it. And, Lewis, thank you for the call. I got to run. But I, I totally understand what you're saying. I've just been disappointed in the population around here lately, and 87%, not not even 87, 87% of, of registered voters, people who took the time to get registered, don't even show up to vote. This is the city that you get. And if you're a business owner, you have to know. You have to understand as a business owner, soft on crime policies are going to affect you in ways you can't even understand right now. You're going to have to go up on your prices to take care of your own security at your own place of business. And when you go up on your prices, you're going to go out of business. They're going to be driving prices up. Why? Because Ron Nirenberg needs an army of block walkers. That's why. That's what it boils down to. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. I hear people say it all the time. Podcasts. Okay, it is uh, 6.37 now at KTSA. I'm done with the city charter and crime stuff for the moment, but uh, believe you me, that's going to keep coming up. We'll continue to discuss that between now and May. I've got some other stuff to talk about uh, concerning uh, sending troops to Taiwan. That was some breaking news this morning, so we'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. But first, what was your first job in radio, Mr. Morgan? My first job? What'd you do? I was a nighttime DJ. You were a DJ? Yeah. Which meant what? As a DJ, you did what? I sat in a small room, uh huh, surrounded by records. Okay, and, records like yeah, vinyl, right? Uh huh, and uh, talked into a microphone between the records. Yep. And so, what would you talk about? The records, yeah, and the artists. Sure, we talk about that. Talk about things happening in town, right? You know, the, the weather, the weather, uh, promotional type stuff that was yeah, coming. You know, up. It was the, uh, the baseball season had just started, so we talked about the Red Sox, hot and, dogs, and uh, yeah. soft drinks at the remote this weekend with Squiggly Man in the air, right? We didn't have Squiggly Man back then. Oh, but okay, but you had hot dogs and... We had a, we had a guy named Carl who smoked a lot of dope, Yeah, and he kind of resembled Squiggly <laughs> and, Man. And he but, went to the yeah. remote with you. <laughs> He's our Squiggly Man. What about you, Jimmy? Your first job in radio. Uh, other than college radio. Okay. Uh, midnight to six. Doing K- what? KKYX DJ. Oh, you were on KKYX playing country. Not vinyl, but... Was that before Tino? No, was that after Tino? No, uh, Tino's there. Okay. So, um... But I was working weekends, I think, and Tino had weekends off. Yoke, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, but you were playing disc jockey between the records and talking between the records and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with all the changes that are coming to our industry, every industry, and I talk a lot about AI and how exciting and terrifying AI is, Spotify announced yesterday AI disc jockeys, which is the same as a radio disc jockey, used to be right except it's a computer it's not a real human being but you cannot tell the difference between and remember the old computer voices even alexa voice is still kind of computerized but you remember the old computer voices and that was like this and that's how they talked and all that? not anymore 
with the new AI that we've been talking about, it sounds like just a real live human being is there. And now with Spotify, and this is what they're really excited about, this disc jockey tailor makes your uh, playlist to you. So you have your own customized radio station, like Spotify does anyway, right? right? But you have your own customized radio station for yourself that the disc jockey is picking the songs and doing them with. And then the disc jockey in between, and it's all computer, in between the songs is doing what disc jockeys typically do, and that is talk about the weather and talk about what's going on in the community and talk about those songs and talk about those artists. And, hey, you know, Britney Spears is whack job again, and she's pregnant again, and look at all that kind of stuff. But it's not a real human being. It is a computer between the songs, and you cannot tell the difference. There's a guy that works there. I can't. I, I don't even know. Sure, I, I can't even say his name. But the computer is is based on that voice. It's a realistic voice of of the guy who actually works there. And you can by pushing DJ. Uh, there's a new button on your Spotify. It's only in some markets. So if you don't have it right now, you will. It's coming. But you can push DJ, and it will continue at that point to customize the playlist for you based on what your choices were in the past. And you have your own personal DJ playing those songs for you. Thoughts? Anybody got any thoughts about that? You knew it was coming. Yeah. You know, it was going to happen eventually. Eventually. Um, you know, this was this was something that was talked about 30 years ago. Right, with um, automation, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, when they first, you know, well, the systems like we use now. Right. Uh, to play computers and sound. Mm-hmm. Whatever. When this all first started coming in, you could hear the clock starting to tick at that point. Right. So. This just adds on to that. Um, when KTFM went on the air back, I think it was 69 or 70, it was automated. And they had, you know, a serious run in the in the mid to late 70s and into the 80s and 90s of disc jockeys and all that kind of stuff on KTFM. But it was automated with a tape system, gigantic tape reels. That's, that's what I was about to ask. It had to be yeah, reels. It was gigantic right. tape reels. They were all, all the automation was done that way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, but the, even then, you needed somebody to go in. That's every, right. Every few hours, and, and that was one of the things tapes. my dad did when he came back here because he was here, of course, in the fifties and sixties, and he left for a brief period of time, went over to Kite, came back, and put KTFM on the air and changed out those tapes and did all that, did all the promos and everything. But it was just a hey, man, it was run by tape. Well, now it's being run by computer AI who doesn't even exist, but it sounds like a real live human being and i have to tell you guys something i i I, the radio stations that don't have personalities on them i i I rarely listen to them i i will listen to say a pandora on the motorcycle or something like that but if i want to listen to a radio i like like a christine stone or somebody who is involved and got some personality on the station and tell me what's going on you know there's the human factor right and the the pause and maybe the occasional stutter the AI doesn't do that because it is designed to be perfect. So you'll notice that it's not human because it won't have the human flaw. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you know, why wouldn't it flaw sometimes? It could could happen. You know, every once in a while they could yeah. build that into the system. But uh, what it does is it learns and it grows on its own. And so it figures out exactly what you want. So you're getting exactly what you want with a disc jockey that's doesn't really exist <laughs> well is, is ai going to give away money and yeah. local prizes yeah well is it going to go to the hot yeah. dog and coke and dealership well it probably won't do that so, you know, it's not so walk we a, got that but, gig yet. well ma- but maybe you never know uh you never know where they're gonna but my point is bringing this up spotify just announced it yesterday but it's coming to it's in every industry 
right? Right. Uh, let, let's just take surgeons as an example. You know, we used to make the joke, hey, man, you can't do that. It's not brain surgery or whatever. You know, it's not, it's not brain surgery. Well, guess what? AI is going to do a better job at brain surgery than the, the, the surgeons do. <laughs> it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so Elon started to talk years ago about, you know, we got to figure out how we're going to contain it. We also have to get in front of it and own it before it owns us because it's going to develop to the point where it's going to own us. But thirdly, we need to be talking about what we're going to do with all the people who are going to be out of work, all the people that are going to be missing jobs. Elon started talking about basic income for a long time because he says, man, this is going to so revolutionize so many industries. Well, okay, yesterday, as an example, Donald Trump rolls in to McDonald's and they got a staff back there working, and he orders food for everybody in the world at that McDonald's, and I know the menu better than you do, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Well, the McDonald's that I've been to lately, which is up here on I-35, they don't have anybody like that. <laughs> you walk in, you walk over to a kiosk, and you punch the button on the kiosk, and say, what do you want? And then somebody comes from around the back and puts the tray on the table, and you grab the tray and eat your food. Uh, yeah. So that's how it works. So anyway. Thought I'd bring that up this morning. Let you know what's going on with Spotify. It's changing. It really is. Yeah, and well, I know you're I, a Spotify guy, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've had Spotify for years. Yeah, Nancy's um, got some accounts too, and yeah. I listen to her accounts every once in a while. So. You know, when the classic rock stations started playing the same fifty, seventy-five songs over and over, right? Again, that was know, a problem, right? You know, I wanted to dig a little deeper, right? Um, I kind of went with that. Yeah. So. Well, that's the same thing with me and Pandora on the motorcycle. Right. You know, yeah. it gives me a wide range of rock and roll while I'm out yeah. there boogieing you know, You around. want to hear something new every now and then. Every so, now and again. Uh, yeah. And that, that Spotify will do that. Finds it so, for you. Yeah. No, that's, on the, that's in the story, too. It mixes in. It finds the genre and the feel that you like, and it yeah. finds new music, and it mixes it in with your favorite. Kind of like we did 30 years <laughs> ago. <say. laughs> it's funny how so that he, idea has come back around. That's right. We, I'll be damned. Says it right here. Well, we all are, apparently. Yeah. But sitting right here, wow. doing that, it was called a recurrent. Yeah. <laughs> we'd grab a recurrent off the wall and toss it in with the new stuff, and yeah. we'd grab a new one and toss it in with the old. Isn't that something? <laughs> that's right. All right, quick break. 210-599-5555. I want to tell you about our friends at foundationsupportspecialist.com. This is the place to get in touch with foundationsupportspecialist.com and have a free inspection done of your foundation. Your, your, your entire home, hundreds of thousands of dollars, I don't know how expensive your home is, could be millions, I don't know, sitting on a foundation. Usually it's concrete, okay, and usually the concrete is a post-tension, which it means it's got cables inside, or it might be steel, where it's got rebar in there. Whichever it is, those foundations can and they do fail, and they do fail in our area more so than just about anywhere else. There's a lot of reasons for that, but what I want you to do is get a free foundation inspection from foundationsupportspecialist.com. They do not charge you for this because sometimes a foundation will fail, and you don't know. You don't see any telltale signs. Now, other times you do. You see cracks in the wall and across the ceiling, and in some extreme cases, you know, you see the house leaning a little bit. Um, but there are a lot of times, especially here, that the foundation will begin to fail, and you don't know. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. That's FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. Free foundation inspection for you. 
foundationsupportspecialist.com. Shop local at Green Carpet Company, high quality. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Captain John Sadie there with the Pledge of Allegiance. If you'd like to say it, just reach out to us. 210-599-5555. Have you seen this Emily Kors nut? God, what a mess. The foreman, I don't say four person, the foreman on the jury that's trying to indict Donald Trump, she's been all over the press. Now, the grand jury is supposed to be secret, right? You're not supposed to know who they are, and they're certainly not supposed to go out on a press speaking tour when they're doing their grand jury duties, but this witch is doing it. Did I call her a witch? I did call her a witch, didn't I? Because she calls herself a witch. She's a witch, a high priestess witch. She's crazy. <laughs> Cut number one here, Jimmy. Let's listen to a little bit of her. I well, thank you for having me, first of all. And I'm I'm hesitant to speak to something that the judge made a decision not to share. He, uh, I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but there was a hearing um, about what parts of the report should and should not be published in its various forms, and the list. Well. The sections that were removed were consciously chosen to be removed. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say I have better judgment than the judge. Yeah, yeah. Line two, let's get, or cut two, let's get a little bit more over here. That's totally understandable. Is it, would you say, when it comes to, there are are indictments recommended, of course. Is it more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out allow for spacing it's not a short list not a short list (laughs) okay uh so leave it at that uh her facial expressions and i'm sure you've seen her she's been all over fox news and cnn and now everybody's wigging out because she crapped the case i mean she really as a jury foreman going on television on national media tour and talking about yeah, one of the things that she said was she hopes that something happens to Donald Trump. She'd be very disappointed if nothing happened to him. The foreman on a grand jury is is hoping that something will happen to him that he's indicted, he goes to jail or whatever. And she's re I can't I I gotta get her face off my screen. I can't even look at her anymore. I really seriously because it's really strange stuff. Um, and if I'm Donald Trump's attorneys, as of today, I'm moving for a total mistrial and throw the case out and uh, get rid of this and, and everything because there's just no way you can, there's uh, <laughs> no way <laughs> that you can bring a case against him when she's the foreperson of the of the grand jury. Speaking of Donald Trump, <clears throat> he is forcing the hand of Joe Biden, and the administration just announced a minute ago that Joe Biden doesn't even know if he's going to go to East Palestine. Pete Buttigieg is taking some personal time off now instead of going to East Palestine. And we have more than a 1,000 trained derailments. What? Who is? Oh, he went there now? Ha, ha, ha. He was taking some personal time off. He went over there now. There you go. Well, you got Donald Trump. That's the Trump factor right there. Let's go to cut number five. Donald Trump talking about water safety in uh, in, in uh, East Palestine. President Trump, do you think the water's safe? It will be safe. It will be safe soon because FEMA's now coming in. FEMA was not coming in. Now they're coming in. Uh, And it will be safe. My mom loves it. (laughs) Well, there you go. There's the, and Trump said, get down here. And obviously the Trump factor is, and it was unannounced, 
So that's 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 some breaking news for you. They're rolling in to East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> they weren't, and they weren't going to. That's interesting. So he's there now. Well, there you go. Thank you, Donald Trump, once again. While Joe Biden was falling up the stairs onto Air Force One yesterday, Donald Trump was in East Palestine, and he forced the hand of the administration. Now, think about that for a minute. They weren't going to go. They were totally ignoring East Palestine, totally ignoring it. And the fact that Donald Trump went there and bought them all Happy Meals, <laughs> Big Macs, and water catches. Oh, man. Now they're all going to go over there. That's great. Man, if I'm Donald Trump, I'm making a commercial about that one. I really am. I'm going to make a campaign commercial based on the fact that they were ignoring East Palestine and didn't decide to go until I went and took a bunch of water over there and cleaning supplies and bought everybody McDonald's for lunch. All right, Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA. Did you hear about the up to $2,000 tax?